Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinx Influencers, the top chismes, top trending topics, and everything you need to know about your favorite Latinx influencer and celebrity. You find it here. I'm your host, Yesenia Garcia. I can fess up. Hi, everyone. Okay, so as you know, I am in Arizona, and Arizona, the governor, Doug Ducey, decided to reopen our state beginning this week. He decided to reopen the state, and starting today, as we speak, Wednesday, May 13th, gyms and pools and I think some other local businesses are actually reopening. So joining me today is a dear friend of mine. Her name is Sandra. Thank you so much, Sandra, for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for inviting me. It's such a pleasure to share this platform with you. Thank you so much, Sandra. So tell us a little bit of who you are. You were telling me that you're new to the Valley, uh, just a few months new to the Valley. So Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, so um, me and my boyfriend, Tom, just moved here in at the end of January this year. And we were living in New York City before. I, I lived there for five years and we decided to move to Phoenix because of my boyfriend's job. So I had this, like, opportunity to, like, choose between my boyfriend the love of my life and New York City and obviously I chose my boyfriend of course. and um and yeah it's a it was a hard well and weird transition like obviously these two cities are completely different and like at first I was not very like convinced that Phoenix was going to be great or mm-hmm. that I was going to be happy here but surprisingly and well not that surprising uh mm-hmm. Phoenix is great and we are actually very happy to live here I I've noticed that our lifestyle our our quality of life has increased and we're just generally happy here and I mean sadly we we were saying the other day that we were kind of lucky to move a bit before all this quarantine started, as you know, New York City has been heavily impacted by all this. And we were kind of like, we just left in just the right time. Yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. And I wanted to talk about that because you said that you moved here four months ago. And this is around the time that the whole COVID-19 broke out. And, you know, it's kind of like, Lucky for you guys, you moved out of New York State just in time, but then it's kind of bittersweet because you moved into a state that has so much uh, stuff to discover, so many things to discover, but at the same time, it's like you have to stay at home. So has it been hard to like kind of like experience Arizona as a fool or as much as you would want to because you've been having to stay at home? Yeah, exactly. That's another thing that we were discussing the other day because obviously when we just arrived here we were excited to explore all the national parks lakes like go hiking we really love hiking and in New York it was impossible to do that like first of all we don't have any mountains nearby and we went we had to take a train or something 
but he would just like grab the car, go anywhere, and it's just very convenient. But obviously, then all this um, happened, and we like most of us stayed at home. And I mean, it's yeah, like it's like you said, it's bittersweet because obviously we want to go outside and explore, but we also want to be careful and also we are kind of sad for all our friends in New York City because I mean yeah. we've been in contact with them and they're definitely their lives have changed so much and overall I mean we we know that for sure now we we, we will be in Phoenix for quite a long time we are happy in Phoenix so we're planning to stay here I don't know like probably the next five years so we know that we will have time to explore Uh that's good well I'm happy that you're happy here in Phoenix and I know that you will eventually have time to explore a beautiful state do you have aside from the friends that you just mentioned do you have family in New York City um no I have very close friends that I consider my family but no my family is back in Mexico originally from Mexico I'm from Monterey Mexico and I first moved to New York because I was in an exchange program and I just then after my exchange program finished I found a job then I stayed there for another three years then I met my boyfriend and well he had a job opportunity here in Phoenix and we decided to come here but yeah originally I'm from Mexico and all my family is in Mexico which is another um like concerning thing because uh, with all these uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. problem, obviously Mexico is very different to the United States um, in terms of um, precautions that they're taking right. with this. And I was a bit concerned because obviously I think Mexico is not fully prepared for all this, but it's definitely not prepared. My parents, um, and actually most of my family, lives in Sinaloa, and mm-hmm. they're not prepared at all. In fact, there's a lot of places who are not even taking any precautions. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand it because, uh, like, for example, mis papás viven en un rancho, you know? So it's like, um, no se han escuchado muchos casos, de muchos casos de hecho, hasta el momento no están seguros si tienen ni un caso. So a lot of things are still kind of normal. Um, they still do their normal life events. The mm-hmm. one thing that did change is schools are closed. So yes, I t- when I talk to my parents, I'm like, should you be going to that? Should you be doing that? They did cancel all of Semana Santa's events, so nobody went out. So they are taking precautions, but they're not 100% there. Uh, but my parents are saying, you know, like here, there's not a lot going on. There hasn't even been heard of one case. Um, so we're okay. So I'm worried, but I'm also believing in my parents' word that it's okay. But yes, yeah. it's definitely worrisome. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, I think in Monterey, in where I'm from, mm-hmm. things have been getting out of control a little, a little bit more because it's a, it's a big city and they have like international uh visitors all okay. the time as well uh-huh. as Mexico City so my friends were uh and my family from Montreal were telling me that yeah they're taking precautions but I mean at first they were not believing it because first of all uh like I think the government was not completely sure if they had to take all 
those precautions. So they were not encouraging people enough to do that. So everything was just depending on people. Like, okay, we if we really want to take care of ourselves, we just have to do it. Right. And they were taking precautions, but uh, I mean, people, I don't think everybody gets informed and like, yeah, like there's some people that just don't know that they have to wear masks or they just have to wash their hands constantly. And exactly. Yeah, I was a bit worried, but it seems to be fine right now. But I mean, yeah, I don't know what to believe. Some are, some some media is saying that things will, I mean, Mexico will get hit later. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, and it, I, I kind of understand why they say that Mexico is going to get hit more later too. I hope not, but because mm-hmm. they're just a little bit behind from where we were at. You know, it's kind of like we were a little bit behind China when they started taking extreme measures. So, or at least that's my theory. Yeah. But of course, what we want is get none of this to be this bad in Mexico and everything go back to normal. But, I mean, as we stand right now, here in the U.S., there's, according to the uh, CDC, there's over 1.3 million positive cases of the COVID-19, and there's over 80,000 deaths. Here in Arizona, they say that there's almost about 600 deaths. Mm-hmm. But like we were talking about, the Arizona Arizona is reopening, which is causing a lot of controversy because there's people who are like, yeah, it's time to reopen. And there's been a lot of people protesting for the state to be reopened a while back. And then there's people who are like, it's too soon. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons why I decided to speak to you today was one of the posts that you did on your Instagram. And for those that don't know you guys, she's on Instagram. She's an influencer. And you were saying that you're kind of like torn because... You think it's too soon, but you also understand the financial impact that this is having within our families and our communities and everything. Tell me, how do you feel about all this? Uh, well, yeah, I completely agree. So, like all this situation is a big controversy and it's very hard to know where I stand because um, my family and I, we have been in financially impacted by all this. Like my boyfriend's salary was cut by... 15 percent mm-hmm. and I could see my boyfriend wor- worry every day that nowhere like we have I mean obviously rent like all the basics groceries they're not going down at all I mean it's the same price that we have to pay and but exactly. obviously we have less money and I will see him worried every day and just checking the news like where we're gonna reopen I need to reopen so we can start making money again and i i could see he, the struggle but also i i have a little kind of a theory that i mean now that everything is reopening the people who is most at rest are all the workers all the restaurant owners all the servers right all that people working at the gyms because they're seeing i mean they're there all day they're seeing hundreds of people every day and the people who is really going to go out and enjoy drinks by the pool, going back to the gym, going to restaurants are the ones who are not struggling financially, right? Right. Like, for example, us, we are not going to go to the restaurants right away because one, well, I don't think it's completely safe yet. Agree. And 
we don't have the money. Like we don't have money just to go out one night and spend a couple of hundred dollars on right. drinks and food when we still have to recover from all these troubles that COVID-19 um, occasion. So it's, I, I completely like agree it's a controversy and I feel it's not completely safe, but I mean, people at the end of the day will do whatever is best for them. If it's because they want their money back, if it's because they want their freedom back. And yeah. if you don't want to uh, be at rest where we can stay at home. And I just like try to, with my posts, I try to encourage people to, I don't want to like, like be in a groups or anything, but I just want to encourage people to take precautions because if we just go out and we stop washing our hands or we stop using masks, we are putting those workers who go to work every day, all day, who are struggling for money mm-hmm. at risk. So yeah. if we're going to go out, that's fine. But we need to also be conscious that there are people outside working who, on top of the financial struggle, they don't need a disease struggle. So that was like my main point with that post that you mentioned yeah and here's the thing if you if you sit down and, and really think about this is um there's so many there's so many families out there obviously no but you you mentioned something very important there's people who are saying you know support local businesses support you know local restaurants um go pretty much saying like go and shop and support go and spend and support which i totally understand that's okay to do you know we need to support those local businesses because we want those local businesses to be there when all of this is over. But at the same time, you mentioned something very important. They're uh, cutting salaries, um, but they're not dropping the cost of groceries or anything else that is essential or things that we need. So if you really think about it, maybe this is the moment to be really smart about our money and maybe this is not the time to go out and spend uh, because you just don't know how in the end this is all going to turn out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, me and my boyfriend were discussing the other day, that like we at, at first we were thinking, oh, we're going to save money. We are not going out to restaurants or anything. Right. But then if we really think about it, okay, I'm not going to just, I I really want to support, but like also and we need to see in like consider how the future is going to look like why this gets worse or if there is another wave and all the quarantine happens again um like we just experienced the first financial struggle and what if there is another one coming so there's a lot of things to consider and and i mean people who is able to support small businesses that amazing and I really support I I really would like to support more but we unfortunately not are not in a situation where we just can uh, buy all the gift cards we want or buy gifts or things like that so yeah it's like a a where a weird 
place to stand right now. Exactly. And then there's the other side of this where, you know, I just read in the news today that there's people who are saying that they're making more with un- with what they're getting from unemployment than what they were making before. And I don't know if this goes hand in hand, and I don't want to start judging people's um, decisions of what they do with their money, but, um, you know, I was just at Walmart yesterday, and I don't know if it's that the st- the shelves are not restocked or maybe, for example, Walmart, because we're talking about Walmart right now, are not, like, restocking shelves because they don't think people are going to be buying these things. But there was a lot of like house items, uh, decoration stuff. Um, there's a lot of things that are not on the shelves. And it, it gets me thinking, and then I've also seen a lot of posts on Facebook of people buying things, kind of like splurging um, that, I, mm-hmm. that I didn't before. And now it gets me like thinking like, are people buying more things now, maybe because of the help that they got or because of the unemployment or who knows, maybe it is money that they have saved. But then again, it goes back to, is this the time? to be doing that to each their own of course but is this the time to be spending on things that you didn't before yeah that's another thing that we just moved to a bigger space at the one that we were having in new york and we were so excited to start decorating buying new furniture and we were doing that at first and then all this happened and we were like okay like buying wall decoration is not necessary right now so we stopped doing that and I could see, yeah, I, I mean, I see every day on Instagram a lot of apps for people promoting, you know, like buying new clothes and stuff like that. And then it makes me want, like, for example, the other day I was, uh, there is a girl I follow. She was sharing some dresses and they were so very pretty. And then I look at that price, like yeah. every dress was like $200. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe there is some people, yeah, some people is very lucky to have that kind of money and spend it when there is there are no jobs outside um yeah but then it makes me think that um there is a lot of people really struggling and who probably are seeing that and they're like well I don't have the money to buy that and this like all this has put like our money decision into perspective and I think, like you said, like it's the time to be smart, and even and also like those, uh, the money that is the financial aid coming from the government. We, I mean, I don't think it's gonna last forever, and eventually, we will have to go back and get a job that obviously won't give us as much money that we are getting with the financial aid. But that is not gonna last forever. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I mean, we can't stretch this enough. You, we have to be safe with our money right now because we just, you know, we can't, we can't foresee the future, obviously. And we're talking about a second wave of COVID-19 um, or maybe another one during the winter months again. Mm-hmm. Um, so although, like, like I said, I, there's times too when I like, especially us being influencers on Instagram, there's times where I'm like, okay, I want to stop buying on Shein because, you know, it's more affordable and it's okay. But I want to start buying like on other like uh, Instagram shops, you know, and then the prices are higher. It's more expensive stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, should I, should I not? You know, I want to have more stuff to post. Um, But I'm like, no, because right now is not the time as much as I want to. Right now, it's not the time. So like I said, not judging to each their own. 
Um, you can spend your money how you please. Personally, in our household, we decided to save for that reason that we don't know what's going to happen in the few months. Um, and we want to be prepared for once what's to come. And I don't want us to just hit us in the face and be like, whoa. Although yeah. we kind of already knew what could come in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, like, we want, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. And oh, like, there is no second wave or there, there, right. the government is actually right then to reopening everything. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but in the meantime, we just have to, like, I follow the guidelines. If we're going outside, we don't definitely don't want this to get worse than it is already. Exactly. And because if it gets worse, it's going to get pretty bad. And um, because the numbers are increasing every day anyway, so we don't really want to get worse. Yeah, of course. None of us want this to get any worse. Of course, we all want it to you know, kind of go, just go away already. Um, when I was watching the news this morning, they were talking about, you know, Arizona is showing more cases, but that's because they're doing more testing. But I guess the number in positive cases is decreasing. So I guess that's a green light. Um, it, mm-hmm. But at the same time, my fear is that once people start going out and dining in, and although restaurants are saying that they're taking the proper precautions of doing the six feet distancing and, you know, the sanitation and hand washing and, and you know, the um, um, all the proper precautions, I just, but I've always been a worrier. I don't know if you feel this way too. I just feel like it's kind of a recipe for disaster in a way. Like I also believe that it's too soon, but I hope that this will help us know if it is too soon, you know, by more people going out and being amongst each other. It'll also tell us like, hey, maybe it's okay to get back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually we went out uh, for a walk on Monday when restaurants opened. Uh So we have a lot of restaurants and bars just like a couple of blocks away. And we were like, oh, let's go for a walk and let's see how things are going like how everything is looking I really thought that oh I think they're gonna be like I don't think people is actually going now like maybe people will be scared thinking on on my own because I thought everybody (laughs) was sharing my same thoughts but we went out and there is a restaurant bar one block away it was packed and I was like whoa it's Monday in the middle of the day packed and it was very funny and well, and also a bit worrying that this specific this bar was not that that big to keep social distancing. Yeah. So they were they were putting fake walls between every two people, and walls. yeah, it was like a wood panel that okay. you didn't go all the way to the ceiling. It uh-huh. was just like like I don't know normal size. Like person. a divider, kind of? Yeah, like a divider okay. between every, I don't know, two, three, oh, two or three people that were sitting at the bar. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't think that fake wall will stop the spreading. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was funny and worried. But I was worried that, okay, what if more restaurants are doing the same? Uh, I don't think it's a great idea for stopping the virus and and I mean I then we saw their businesses that they were actually following the guidelines and I'm so thankful for 
those who are actually following um, all the precautions. But I'm sure like this business that I mentioned, there are so many others that are doing the best they can, but I don't think that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to like understand exactly what should we be doing? What shouldn't, what shouldn't we be doing? Um, sometimes I'm, I'm going to admit it. Sometimes I feel like a hypocrite because, uh, we hang out with, uh, for example, my sister, my brother, uh, but we've been hanging out since the beginning. Like we've never not hung out, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is correct or not. Um, um, if it's kind of in the same household, like we don't live in under the same roof, but we've been hanging out since day one of this started. Um, and mm-hmm. each of us have been very careful of where we go, um, what we touch and putting hand sanitizer on. And we've all been really careful individually. But at the same time, I know that there's families out there who are not seeing each other at all, like in person. So it's it's hard. It's hard. I mean... And at the same time, it's kind of like, what is our biggest fear with this? Is it death if you were to be, uh, if you were to have COVID-19? For example, for you, what's your biggest fear with it? Uh, Probably just, uh, well, I don't, I'm very worried about my boyfriend that he's out there and in risk. Yeah. And probably just like sickness in general, What? because obviously nobody I mean, everybody's different, and I think everybody has, like, different symptoms. I mean, it's basically all the same symptoms, but not everybody uh, experiences them the same. Right. So I think my biggest fear is just, like, getting sick and not being able to support my boyfriend. What if he gets sick, too? Right. And, like, he he's the only one working full-time right now, and... If he gets sick, I get sick, and then is our financial situation, then yeah. who's going to pay the bills and things like that? Or what if the hospital bill is so high we can pay it? Or like there are so many things that to consider after the sickness. And exactly. I think that's like one of my biggest fears. And that's why I like. I'm concerned about all those workers outside who are struggling with money already, that they are healthy. What if they get sick and then they can't afford to be sick, you know? That's a scary thing, you know, being not being able to to figure out where the money's going to come. If both you and your boyfriend were to get sick, then like you said, then what? But then there's also, from what I've heard, that people who are sick and in the hospital cannot be visited by any family member. I could not even think about not being able to see my daughter, my husband, or any of my loved ones, um, you know, for more than a short period of time because I'm sick. So you're dealing with all of that plus the sickness so it's it's troubling times. It's very troubling times. Uh, my heart goes out to everyone who is, you know, sick or has a family member, a loved one who mm-hmm. is sick because it's it's very hard times. For those that are, you know, at home and taking the proper precautions and just trying to deal with it at home, we think of it and it's like, oh, it's hard times. But if you really think about somebody who has a family member or a loved one actually with the disease um, or with the virus, has to be harder times for them for sure 
Um, that's why yeah. that's why when I hear people say like, oh, it's a stupid virus. Oh, it's something political. I mean, it can be. It, it may not be. I don't know, obviously, if this is a political thing or not. But I truly believe that it, it's been, if it was something like that, that they're taking it way too long um, or stretching it out for too far. But when people say it's a stupid virus, it's kind of like, look, it may or may not be. That's that's your opinion. But since we don't know, let's just be cautious about it. You know, don't say it's a stupid virus because there is people dying from it. Yeah, definitely. There is so many people who have, ex- I mean, they know someone who has gotten sick. And and obviously it's not a, I mean, it's real. I mean, I, I remember um I think when uh, in Mexico, someone saying that, oh, it's not real. Like, it's just uh, like uh, the United States or all the big countries are making this up. I'm like, no, it's real. Like, it's happening. And it's not, it's, it's there. So, um, yeah, like, who knows if it's political and all that stuff. But yeah, we really have to, like, Take, uh, put in our minds that it's out there and it's still there like even if some people is acting like it's gone overnight we still have to take precautions yeah and even even afterwards even when all of the states reopen or you know when countries reopen I still feel like people still have to be careful about this you know don't just put yourself out there 100% this has really gotten me thinking about all the germs that we carry regardless of COVID-19 or not um, just because of not hand washing and doing all those things you know so if you really think about it it's Mm -hmm. like now people are starting to like this should have been done a long time ago but nonetheless I mean that's something that we can't prevent like we can't tell everybody like be washing your hands as it is people are like you you can't tell me to stay at home so thank you so much my friend for joining us today and thank you so much for encouraging everyone on instagram let everybody know what your handle is so they can check you out oh yeah definitely uh, well my handle is the sandra duran um and yeah i'm on instagram i just recently opened my blog where i share my some lifestyle tips and my well i was sharing adventure travel adventures but i had to put a pulse on that yeah. um but yeah, check me out. I I love to tell stories and to share my opinion on my platform. So it will be great to connect with you guys. Yes, of course. And once again, thank you so much for joining us. Well, and- thank you. Yeah, of course. And stay safe. Everyone, remember, take proper precautions if you're going to go out to restaurants or wherever you decide to go out because it's important for our mental health to go outside and get some fresh air. Uh, Just remember to do, you know, the health protections and proper guidelines that we're supposed to be doing, like wear your, your mask and wash your hands. And Sandra, to you and your boyfriend, welcome to Arizona. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me. This was... um, It was very nice to talk to you and to just share my opinion. So thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.